welcome back to another episode of the Honest as a Mother podcast. This is another episode with one of my wonderful, beautiful co-authors, Stephanie Giles. Welcome, Stephanie, to the podcast. Hi, Amanda. How are you today? I'm good. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited we were able to do this like super last minute and it just like worked out on the chill Wednesday evening. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited you're here too. I'm I'm excited that you're here, but I'm also kind of sad because you're like one of my last ones to do. So I'm like, I'm wrapping you guys up slowly but surely. And honestly, it makes me a little sad because um, it feels like, I mean, this process is coming to an end, but the exciting pieces are coming now too, right? So it's like one of those bittersweet moments. Oh, for sure. I was thinking that earlier today. I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait for this to get like, I can't wait to see your book and see how it goes and all of that. It's the most magical feeling like when I, because it kind of feels like, I don't know if you feel the same way, but it kind of feels like you wrote this book and then you like submit it. And then it's like, you where the hell did it go? Like what, what's it doing? Right. Like it's in this weird phase. And even though you've been like, warned that will happen it's still like this weird like is it ever going to come back am I ever going to see it and then when you get it in your hands it's like you will be like oh it's such a cool feeling I definitely feel that the same way too it's been so quiet and I've been in school but I still like okay so what's happening are we getting the book back when is it being released like what's going on (laughs) where's my book yes and we meet next week and like you're just guys I feel like so many of you have been texting me like what's gonna happen I'm like oh my gosh I feel like the pressure is on for this meeting like I hope every Courtney's bringing it (laughs) I'm sure she will oh I know she will okay so for anyone who's listening that maybe doesn't know who you are can you give yourself a little introduction who you are where you're from who your mom to what you're in school for you know the goods um, so as you know, as you introduced me, my name is Stephanie. Um, I prefer to go by Steph because, you know, Stephanie, full name, get in trouble. <laughs> it's too <laughs> formal. <laughs> to this day, my principal still use that. Um, so I am a mom of two. My almost nine-year-old is Keegan. Yeah, I know. I feel you're so a nine-year-old. Old. You look so young, guys. Like, she is so young looking. Well, you are young, but, like, you literally don't look over the age of, like, 20. So when you tell me you have a nine-year-old, I'm like, what? I feel, I'm I'm feeling it with the nine-year-old because he's going into grade four this year. And I'm like, how is he in grade four already? Mm-hmm. I can how? imagine. Um, And then I have my daughter who is who just turned two and her name is Charlie um I am actually in school to become a teacher so I've been an early childhood educator for I believe I think I'm on 12 years or something like that um and I've decided to take my career to the next step and become a teacher so I've been working really hard during all this process uh to get my undergrad and to do my first semester of teachers college well you and I have been writing this book and all the other wonderful ladies no pressure added on yourself huh 
(laughs) while being a mom, while being a wife, while being a friend. Yeah. And my husband during all of this wonderful pandemic got a new job that takes him away almost 13 hours a day. So I'm lucky tonight. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not busy. (laughs) I feel like that's what we do. It's like, you know what? Like, I feel like I might have like a couple hours free during the week. So why don't I write in a book? Yeah, why not? (laughs) Um, It's funny because I said to, after our conversation about my whole birth story, I said to Justin, I said, hey, like, you know, Amanda was encouraging me to write another chapter. He's like, you're going to wait till you're done school, okay? (laughs) Like, why? <laughs> why? Hey, you can enough. write it now. You can write it now and share it later. I know, but I that would be too much for me. I'd forget it and be like, oh, okay, whatever, it's done. <laughs> I know. I'm the same. I'm like, I need to act now. Action and then acting. That's how Amanda works too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about the co-author project. Okay. I'm uh, wondering, like, what made you want to join a co-author project, and then what has your experience been like thus far, even though we're towards the end? (laughs) Um, You know what? You're the one who made me want to do this co-author project. Stephanie and I connected a long time ago. (laughs) Um, When I read your book, I I messaged you and I was like, hey, like, how are you? Your book just resonated so much with me that I was like, nope, I want to do that. I want to be that person for someone else. And going through what I went through with uh, and still go through to this day with uh, my son, I just, it feels so alone. It feels so alone. And I can't go up to some random mom and say, hey, I know how you're feeling. Um, So I want, this was my way of, of sharing my story and letting other moms know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. I've been through it. Yeah. And it's so powerful to be able to do that. And I actually remember, honest to God, the day that I got your message and you were like one of the very first people to message about my chapter. And I remember like literally like just crying, reading your message, because that's what I wanted to do is what you're wanting to do. That's all I've ever wanted to do. So when someone messages me and says the book or the podcast or a post or just like whatever, it brings me to tears because it's like, you know how much struggle or pain or just like honest and true feelings have gone into your chapter. And for someone to read it and be like, oh my God, this is exactly what I'm going through. Like, thank you so much for writing this because it's really helped me. It really changes like your pain to purpose type thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it can be so powerful because why not, why not help someone? We all struggle, just not Mm -hmm. all of us are willing to talk about it. So if we can be the women who are like, Hey, guess what? motherhood is really shitty sometimes and this is why then you know maybe another mom doesn't have to say it but she can read your chapter and be like oh thank god I'm not alone well and that's the thing I remember reading your your chapter and just crying and just going because at that time when I read it I was on mat leave with my youngest and she was not an easy baby so just hearing that I was like oh my gosh (laughs) I'm normal. Nothing's right? wrong with me. 
right exactly Um, and it's interesting because after reading that chapter and after you and I have discussed um many things I started kind of talking to my friends about it and they're going through the same thing too so it's not just it's not just me (laughs) but we think it's us we think it's like an us problem, right? But it's really just like all of us together. So that whole like misery loves company, I feel like that is the motherhood saying for motherhood. Yeah, because I mean, there's no one ra- I'd rather be with when I'm miserable because of my children than with another mother who is miserable and hates her children at that moment. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, I more than you know, especially today. <laughs> me too girl me too oh yeah what like what has the experience been like for you um you know what the people that have showed up to all the meetings have been so supportive like I, I met Ashley um we drove out to see you um together and we had a really nice conversation and I learned so much more about her and kind of things what she's gone through and what her chapter is about and I was able to ask questions so that I can learn and I can teach my kids the right, um, the proper understanding, definition of all of it. So it's been really neat and really enlightening for me. Um, the part that I don't like, it's this really big gap of just quiet. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> And I hate it on both ends. So I can totally relate to where you're at because I've been exactly where you're at. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also like, I'm with you because I'm not on the publishing end. So I get to know more than you guys have got to know, or I get to give you like little trickles of information or, you know, a picture of the cover or something exciting, but everything I know I have shared with you. So when I see Courtney come in my inbox, I am like, yes. <laughs> so I totally get it. Cause I'm also kind of like, oh, okay, what's next? When am I going to know? When's the book coming? I want to see it. So I I'm with you. Okay. It's not just me. <laughs> no, I'm impatient too. I don't like this part. I no, want the pretty, it's... I want the pretty picture. I want to see it. I want to hold it. I want to smell it. I want everything. Yeah. I get that. Yes. Okay. Well, that makes me happy. I'm glad that like, I know. And I feel like we have such a, a great group mm-hmm. and doing these podcasts has really got me like, you know, getting to know each of you a little bit more too, which has been really nice. And then you know, I would really love to plan like a launch and hopefully most of us can be there together again, because it's so fun when we actually get to meet in real life. Right. Like it sure. was, that was so cool. And just to like actually meet each of you and hear more about each of you. And it's just like, we're a kick-ass group. Yeah. And I feel like we just all clicked that day that mm-hmm. we were all there. We just clicked. It didn't like, it was the first time most of us met, but it didn't feel like the first time most totally of us. Totally not. Yeah. It just felt like we've known each other for so long. Yeah, it was really cool. We've, we, you know, I find in a co-author group, you, you're doing something huge. Like you're crossing this milestone together, right? Like I remember at the beginning saying something along the lines of like, you know, we want to carry each other over the finish line. And like, we really, truly have, like we've come together quite a few times and cheered each other on or talked through our chapters or 
you know, whatever it was someone was struggling with. And I mean, we know a lot of our deepest, darkest fears and traumas and secrets and everything <laughs> else. So it's like you've, and we're all moms. So it's like creates this like sisterhood that you didn't even really know you needed. Yeah, uh, for sure. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, will you tell us a little bit, you know, whatever you want to share about your story or what someone can look forward to reading in the book in your chapter? For sure. Um, So my son was diagnosed with ADHD. I believe he was four. So for those who are going, oh my gosh, that's young. Yes, it is very young. But we ended up going to Sick Kids in Toronto because um, he had hit me so hard, he actually left me with a black eye. And um, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and one side I had a massive bruise and the other side I had scratches down my face. And I just remember going to sick kids and just looking at them and going, this is what he's doing to me. So something needs to be done. So he was definitely diagnosed at quite a young age and, um, but the process to getting there was so difficult. Um, We had a, I remember calling one of his other doctors previous to this wonderful doctor we have now. um, And I remember her saying, oh, we will see him in the spring. And it's like, no, he needs to be seen now. We are having like he's having epic meltdowns. He's leaving uh, holes in our walls um, and not remembering that he's done so. He said, we need to see him. We need to see her now. And her response to us once again was, nope, I will not medicate him. We will see him in the spring. And I just remember calling my family doctor and going, what do I do? Like everything that we've been through was an uphill battle all the help we got has been an uphill battle and it's been me constantly fighting to get help for our son and I just it's so hard so um we've uh, during all of this wonderful uh ADHD diagnosis there was a lot of uh family issues at the same time Um, and things were just not, it was just a horrible experience. Um, but you know, Keegan's doing quite a bit better. And I asked him if I could write about this and he said, yeah, mommy, you go right ahead. And he says, I want to help other kids. I want to help other mummies like you. So with his permission, that's, I wrote about our journey on how we got him diagnosed and my inner thoughts and, um, how I felt inside and out, um, and going through the process of getting him diagnosed. And I know that the people who have read it so far have had a couple of tears because <laughs> they didn't realize that that's how I felt going through all of that. But, um, you know, it's, it's one of the hardest things ever having a child with needs and then having your own needs at the same time. And, kind of your support system falling apart all at the same time. It's, it was a really difficult time, but that's okay. We got, we got there. You got there and you've 
written about it. And I'm assuming that probably writing about it was a little bit healing for you. Or yeah. did it bring it up more? Like I found when I wrote, it was like hard to write, but then it was like a bit freeing after it was down. Um, I, you know what? I honestly don't know because all I could think of, and you and I have had these conversations as well, was just what are, what's my family going to think? What are my friends going to think? What, what, right? So I had it written down and my husband read it and he's like, this sounds great. You publish, like send it like that. Um, And I remember sending it to my mother-in-law prior to submitting it or pretty close at the same time because I was so scared of what she would say. And you know what, for the longest time, she didn't say anything. So I asked my husband and I was going, so now what? Right. Cause I'm thinking, Oh no, like another family fight's going to start or right. So I haven't really had that chance. And because I've been so busy, I haven't had the chance to really reflect on, okay, is it freeing? Is it making me feel better? Um, I know I had a lot of tears writing it, which I'm sure you did as well when you wrote your chapter, but I haven't really had a chance to really reflect on that part yet. Well, what I will tell you is likely when you get it in your hands, you'll probably cry some more (laughs) and you are going to have a mom reach out. You might even have several. There are so many moms who are, I think, especially now more than ever, because of the pandemic and the short staffing and we're not even going to get into the healthcare <laughs> system but I just mean like so many people are delayed because of it like with appointments and stuff like that there's so many moms waiting for help that I think just you sharing your experience and like as a mom let's get real like as soon as there's something like quote unquote wrong I'm quoting no one can see like my fingers but (laughs) with your child instantly you can take it inward and be like what am I doing what did I do um what are people gonna think of me as a mom because you know whatever and it's it's not about that it's has nothing to do with us as parents and you writing about it will remind them of that that like you have to advocate for your child and you do everything for it and everybody else's judgments and thoughts and whatever like we have to put those things aside because so many of us go through this so many of us go through this I can't even imagine how many more of us how many more of our children are going to have anxiety ADHD stuff like that from the pandemic like I can just I can just see it now. I, uh, I definitely agree with that. And um, it's even a little bit harder, especially when they say, you know, ADHD is hereditary and I have it. So then there's so much more mom guilt when it comes to that. And it's like, wait a minute, this isn't my fault. And that's right. actually, sorry. That's right. It's not your fault. Well, and going through school, there's a, a workshop I had to do. And I'm even questioning if I have ADHD, but I like, I mean, my son definitely has it, but so it's, um, it's, there's so much going on and your emotions where 
you're right. What am I doing wrong? Hey, I had that question today with the day we had. So I definitely all the time, am I doing something wrong? Should I be doing something better? What's my next step? So I definitely, I agree. Yeah. It's uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear the feedback from this chapter. I think your chapter is really moving and it's important. And it leads me to my next question for you, which I feel like we've kind of covered, but if there was like one thing, what are you hoping that a mom will get from your chapter or our book in general, maybe? Um, Really that she's not alone. Mm -hmm. That's been everyone's answer. And I love (laughs) it because that's the point of it. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is your, the book you guys wrote in helped me get through my mat leave. Right. Mm -hmm. Because mat leave specifically is so lonely and then when you have two there's so much going on so yeah I just you're not alone that's my that's what I want to share you're not alone let's scream it from the rooftops right (laughs) okay and my last question and I love this question because there's so many but you have to pick like one you can pick two if you really can't you know narrow it down what is something that you wish moms were more honest about? Like if you could go back in time and tell yourself one thing before you became a mom, what would it be? I think really it's that we all struggle. Cause I, I mean, we've had this discussion a couple weeks ago, but um, you know, you have the, the moms who pretend that everything's rosy and, butterflies and rainbows and then you have those other moms who are like I'm drowning and I right so it um yeah just that you're they're struggling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was the most freeing thing for me to figure out as a mom because for so long after I had Connor I felt like I was the only one who hated being a mom (laughs) and I didn't hate being a mom entirely but I hated so many parts of it that I thought I wasn't a good mom because like I hated breastfeeding so Mm -hmm. I was like oh my god I'm obviously so bad because every mom loves to breastfeed and I hated it right and because I wasn't really surrounded by I really didn't have other moms my age I was the first one in my group but then like as I started meeting them I found the same thing I was like oh cool so you hate breastfeeding too okay cool you slept train and you're not a bad mom okay cool you know I started to figure out that we all struggle and we all hate it sometimes and then it's totally okay yeah it, I that's when I so I'm like stumbling over my words here because there's so much things that I want to tell you all at the same time um so and you know, like the, I guess the biggest part of that is I personally don't feel like I can be honest with anybody else, but our group of parents, like our group of mom. So I don't think I can have this conversation with anybody else, but you or Raquel or Ashley, like mm-hmm. I can't just go to my friend and be like, Oh my gosh, I hate him today. And yeah. I don't hate him. I love them. Of course. But the epic meltdowns. We hate the meltdowns. Yeah. We hate them. Yeah. And uh, 
like I hate being home during the summer but I don't feel like I can tell anybody that yeah I don't know how you do it like I think teachers have it made in the freaking shade by having the summer off but I think the teachers who have their own children (laughs) they don't at all they should probably get you should probably get a part-time job next summer um well I just found out I'm either going to school because they might be changing our program timelines um and if I'm not going to school then I am definitely getting a job I've already told my husband that because I just can't I can't you get a job at the LCBO um that's what I feel like because I I won't be able to drive home every night (laughs) I have to go home to my kids give me more wine our poor children i promise we love you yeah yeah oh my gosh well thank you so much for like being so vulnerable in this book you guys will honestly will cry when you read stephanie's chapter i know i did i got tears but it's so powerful it's so needed and i'm so proud of you for writing it and uh yeah can you leave my listeners with where they can follow you find you you know anything tell me the goods what's your instagram you're gonna look it up right now aren't you i am right? i wasn't ready for this question <laughs> right we don't we don't follow ourselves on instagram um i if i'm right on this one it's steph giles 11 on instagram i'll put it in the show notes okay perfect so i got you i got you (laughs) thank you so much for doing this podcast with me and i'm cannot wait for this book and yeah well thank you for having me and i'm so excited to see you again and see this book i can't wait I know, me too. We have to plan the most epic launch party and hopefully next week we'll have a date-ish. Hopefully. I have people who are asking me when when it's coming and I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Amanda won't tell me because she's such a bad person. (laughs) I don't say that. I'm just kidding. I don't say that. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week and I will talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Honest as a Mother podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you.